Welcome to Go Legal Yourself podcast, episode 58, title, How to Get Recognized. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast. This show is about knowing the legal life cycle of your business. I'm your host, Attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law. You can interact with us on social media and definitely do find us on the web at golegalyourself.com. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Sophie Felix. She is the founder of HBM Talent and Management. Welcome to the show, Sophie. Good morning, Kelly. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Oh, definitely. Likewise, likewise. As we always start our show, we do ask our guest to share a funny lawyer joke with us. Do you have one? What do you call a priest that becomes a lawyer? What? A father-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a funny one. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> I have jokes, Kelly. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Fantastic. And later on, I'll ask you one of your favorite ones. As you very well know, Sophie, this show is about helping entrepreneurs and how to avoid certain mistakes that seasoned entrepreneurs have made. Wouldn't it be fantastic if you had a list of every mistake that other people made and you could avoid them while you've started your business? Absolutely. Now looking back, I started my company in 2014. However, I didn't really start elevating it until 2017. So looking back, I definitely would have waited a little bit more and um, prepared the business more to scale it. However, for me, it still ended up being successful. And um, I refer all my clients to make sure that they do it the right way, make sure they have all their legal packages, you know, the right representation when they start to get everything drafted, because it will save them a lot of money down the road. You know, state of California has high taxes. And I feel a lot of people jump into it versus taking the time to establish it correctly. Exactly. Absolutely. And I can't wait to hear more about the success part of your business. But before we go down that road, Sophie, why don't you share with us, what made you choose the path of entrepreneurship? Absolutely. What made me choose it is I was a professional model when I was younger, when I was about 19, 20. And behind the scenes, you know, I started noticing a lot of females getting taken advantage of when it came to talking business and money. And after a few years, I, I stopped modeling. I didn't have much interest in it myself because I'm 5'4". I don't really have that look. However, um, I would still get calls from the other models and friends asking me for advice and I would help them out. And I thought about it. And I'm like, I should start charging them. There you and go. I always got drawn back to the industry. Um, when I was growing up, my grandpa, Augie, he helped, he helped raise me and he used to be a, um, in a band when he was younger. Have you heard of that song, Angel Baby by Rosie and the Originals? Well, he loved like oldie songs. He used to play and every day I used to hear music and he would be singing and playing his guitar. So I feel like it's been in, in my blood. And to make a long story short, I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to represent these females and make sure that they get paid correctly, um, that they were safe. And I wanted to 
use my skills to really go after my goals and create new opportunities for us. So that's why I started HBM Talent Management. And immediately when I started it, I signed one of the top international male fitness models um, in New York. And I just took it from there. But really, it was because I saw there was a problem in the industry where females were getting taken advantage of when it came to business and money. And I wanted to step up and make a difference. Have you noticed in your definitely in your field, Sophie, that there is a clear distinction when it comes to understanding business from personal? Is there more lack of that education, would you say, with your female clientele than male? Not really. I feel like the, the females, they're, they're both the same, but I, however, I feel like the males have more opportunity. For me, I didn't have funding to go to college. So what I did is I looked, I did accelerate business accelerator programs and I reached out to the founders of those organizations and I asked for scholarships and I told them, this is what I'll do if you give me the scholarship, because I knew back then that I needed education and business. I needed mentors. I needed people to help me with that. I didn't know everything. So I don't feel like the females have less advantage if they are smart enough to look for opportunities to gain their education. That's fantastic advice. It really is. So literally, you are a self-made woman, just like yours truly. Absolutely. That's how we roll. (laughs) As I was going through my legal career path, Sophie, I did not have any mentors, right? And I didn't know sort of who to reach out to. And it was all self-taught and Yes, my father was a business owner and I got my business sense from him. But as far as actually being in the field of legal, choosing corporate law as opposed to immigration or estate planning, at that time, the percentage of women in corporate law was about 3%. I'm talking about 17 years now. I've been practicing 17 years. I know I don't look that old. But, you know, it was it was something that I wanted to do. So I think the underlining uh, has to be passion, right? You have passion for what you do. And that clearly shows. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people don't know, but from the time I was 19, when I started mauling, I used to work for the Department of Defense. And the company I worked for, um, we would make Navy warships. And I was in charge. I worked with the CEO and the director of operations. And I managed multi-million dollar contracts. And that's where I really learned a lot about business because they mentored me and kind of molded me to become a businesswoman. But I still, you know, modeling and the talent management was still my, it was like a hobby back then, but my passion. So while I was working for the Department of Defense, those that during that time, I still worked on my company. But then when I thought it was time for me to really pursue it, I had to quit and leave. And it was, I was ready for it, but it was still scary. But I feel like if you really want to become successful, you have to learn how to overcome your fear and really go for your goals. No one's going to give it to you. No one's going to just hand it to you. And, and you have to go for it. And you have to take risk and be strategic and be smart about it. But I had five mentorships in my career. And they were the best in their industry in all different fields. So yeah, having that support system um, definitely gave me more opportunities than the average female who did go to college and paid thousands and thousands of dollars. I had hands-on experience and I had that passion. Um, so where nothing was going to stop me. So 
that's where that's why I did it too. Let's get straight to it, Sophie. How do you get recognized, right? So in this very fast-paced moving world where it takes literally a couple of seconds to either when you see someone whether you like them or not, right? And businesses, I I love the United States of America. Why? Because it's based on entrepreneurship, right? You have so many small business owners here than anywhere around the world. And by the way, Sophie, our podcast has gone international. So I'm hoping after the audience hears you, some of them might even reach out to you and say, I'm in so-and-so country. I'd love for you to represent me. But before you can even go there, how does someone stand out from the crowd? There's a lot of factors that come into play. But for me, when I look for talent or it's the energy, it's their ambition, but really it's their heart as well. Like for me, I love to create opportunities using my business to help others, especially charities and children in need. So using my business to actually step up in my communities and make a difference for other people. Also, it's how you present yourself. I'm professional at all times. If I'm in a meeting, I'm dressed in a business suit. I'm talking business, doesn't matter where I'm at. So being able to stand out and and show people who you are, um, they'll remember you. Also, being a woman of your word. You know, things don't always happen overnight or sometimes there's road bumps, but if you show your clients that you're able to deliver and you don't stop until you do and you make sure that everything's taken care of, you'll be their go-to every time. So with me, it's I'm a woman of my word. I really have faith in my clients and what I do. And I really look for people They could be, you know, they have to have that energy and charisma to be successful. I can't, I can make anybody look good and brand them, but if they don't have that, that ambition and that heart or really want it, then it's going to be a waste of time. So yeah, just looking for someone that you know that they're going to bring it no matter what and believing in them and showing them how to use their skills to help others so that they shine as well. What type of industry, if an industry exists for you, what type of clientele can you represent? I represent all different types. I represent actors, musicians, professional models, but I also represent other entrepreneurs. Some of the programs I took for business was um, international trade and business development. So um, there's some clients where if they need a business plan or they, they need me to go pitch for them in front of their investors to lock the deal, um, that's where I'll come in. Business development, like my client, my, one of my good friends, Thompson Prater, I helped him develop his company, Rx Canicare, a CBD-infused skincare line. I also represent people in the cannabis industry, entrepreneurs as well, when it comes to business development or brands representation for their products. So for example, if a company, it's a startup company, and they are looking to get more exposure, they're looking for clientele, right? doesn't matter, let's just say a clothing company, and they're Mm -hmm. looking to get more exposure, and they need clientele. Walk us through maybe a um, step by step, if you can, in the general sense, how would you be able to help a company like that? Sure, those are my favorite clients, because they're (laughs) Some are small business owners like like myself, and they're ready to go, but they need a marketing campaign. And that's where I create the magic, and I have the most fun. So 
pretty much the process is I will set up a meeting with the CEO or whoever's in charge of the project and see what they need. I would develop a marketing campaign for them, a customized one. And then I will partner them with the correct talent, do the photo shoot, the videos, get the whole marketing campaign together for them. And then we hit the so their social media campaign, you know, magazines, whatever. We have a list that we go down where we get the top magazines, the top 10 podcasts, the top, whatever they need. So that's, that's the fun part is working with um, small business owners and using my talent, partnering them with the right talent so that their campaigns will be successful and they will get it done on their budget because it's very hard to do campaigns. So I like to work with some of my clients long-term and I, you know, I want them to be successful that so they could keep subcontracting me and my talent. So that would be the process. And um, I have several clients and small businesses that I have relationships with that we developed the last few years by working together. And it's great. You just touched upon one of the biggest things that I'm sure small business owners are thinking about money, right? When mm -hmm. it comes to marketing, it can get very, very expensive. And I love the fact that you said you'll work within their budget. To hire someone like you is very, very costly with other companies with other firms the fact that you're willing to work with entrepreneurs because Sophie you you are an entrepreneur you've been there right you, I've you've been, been there, there and I know what it feels like and I've gotten those chances to work with great companies and entrepreneurs who stepped up and partnered with me and if it's someone that works so hard and, and they're ready to go I'll put my time and effort in to make sure that that they're successful if I believe in it and I, I love to they might be someone who in the future, they're going to sponsor my charity project. Or after I help people, I have no problem when I need help or I see an opportunity to reach out to them. So I always look for stuff like that. Sometimes I even do stuff for trade for certain clients if I know I need some of their services in the future, depending right. on who it is. Right. And you truly do have a very big heart because you're the type of person that pays it forward. You've mentioned your charity a couple of times. Share with the audience what that is and what the name is. And if someone can contribute or donate to that charity, where would they be able to do that? Sure. Um, I am Southern California chapter president of America's Children of Fallen Heroes Charity. We're a nonprofit organization that supports children of fallen military heroes, police officers, and firefighters. And you can look up our website at heroeskids.org. I also, this year, started a business organization called International Cannabis Businesswomen's Association. I co-founded it, and I'm president of that. And you can look us up at icbwa.ca.org. And we will have all of your information on our show notes. What advice would you give a brand new business owner, an entrepreneur, that is entering into the marketing world? As far as marketing, get a really good game plan and really good content and images. I get images all day from <laughs> models. And let's talk about images for a second, right? Oh my God. The, the, the <laughs> that I have seen, Sophie, and it's terrible. I would never hire someone if I saw someone take a picture of themselves, a selfie, right? A selfie, and they put it on a professional website. Please talk to them about images. Images and having a professional photographer shoot you is everything when it comes to marketing yourself. You want to look amazing. You want to look the best that you've ever looked in your, in your life when you're submitting your photos. 
when I see amateur photos sent to me, I'm not interested. I, I don't, you know, I'll, I'll tell them, get a budget and we'll hire my photographer if you want me to rep you or I cannot, you know. So having um, good content, um, having a great website, having a great team, and also um, having a good mental mindset. With me, when I first started, I used to work, 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 and then after a few weeks have exhaustion. And then, you know, one of my clients was like, hey, let's try this. He was a fitness instructor. Let's try this workout here. Take these shakes, like try this. And I put about 20 to 30 minutes aside every morning to drink, get my coffee, do my prayer meditation in the morning in my backyard by the pool and create ideas. And I really spend a lot of time on personal development for myself, self-care. Yeah. Um, but besides that, as far as marketing, have, invest in good images because if you send me something that looks really amateur, I'm not going to be interested. You're not on. You're not on the right level yet. Right. About a, a a year and a half ago, maybe two years now, I actually wrote a book called "Go Own Yourself," and so enjoyed writing that book because it tells you literally step by step how to stand out. Right. One of my favorite quotes ever is. Why blend in when you were born to stand out? That's yes. my favorite quote. You know, with me, I've, I believe also think big. Um, with me, like I, I tell my clients, write down, and it's, it's a book I have when I see them, not a book, but like a journal. And I tell them, I want you to tell me, think about like your ultimate dreams and goals, even if it sounds crazy, and write it down. And no one's going to see this but me, but I, I want to see and it tells me a lot about the client and being able, you know, when I'm alone and I read the, the journal with these people's dreams and amazing things, I'm very blessed. You know, my job is to help others create their dreams. And when I'm on set on those photo shoots and I look around, I'm like, how did I get here? This is exactly what you wanted. And you, you dreamed big and you did it. And I'm going to go even further with it. But being able to visualize the life you want for me was the, the game changer. I visualize everything from where I live, what I look like, who I'm associating with, what type of level of business I'm going to do, you know, what, what awards am I going to win this year by helping people. And I go for it, you know, so I, I always dream big. And then once I get there, I, I, go, I go bigger. Fantastic advice. Sophie, if you could do it all over again, what would that one thing be that you would change? I would have definitely had go legal yourself represent me or been having having that. I would have saved a lot of time and money if I did that from the get go versus the way I did it. But I didn't have that opportunity back then. But I think I would have um, spent less on overhead. And I think it took me a while to kind of overcome certain fears of the unknown back in back in the day. But um, honestly, there's, there's not much I, I would have changed. I feel like my journey was exactly how it was supposed to go. And the only thing was I wish I would have got legal representation sooner. Met Kelly Bagwas. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to tell the audience, I didn't pay you to say that at all. <laughs> no, you know, I actually want to tell how I met you because this is an inspirational story. I was actually in a business accelerator competition and I worked so hard for weeks and to for my pitch and they had us in front of investors and like big people you know who, who could fund us and 
during my speech, my presentation, one slide, the most important slide, something happened, IT messed up, whatever, it didn't come up when I was speaking. So I, I was really heartbroken because I, I didn't win and I was like, all right, it's all good. You know, I did my best, but I knew that that certain slide, it was important to me. After I pitched, this wonderful woman, she's a doctor, came up to me and was like, there is this woman named Callie Bagla that she's my attorney. You need to meet her. I need to connect you with her. You said you needed, you know, legal advice, advisor. She's the best. And I said, okay. And I gave her my information and she left. And that was the end of it. And I got an email or from her weeks later. I thought she forgot about me. <laughs> she did the introduction. And immediately when I looked you up, I knew that's the woman. That's the woman that's going to step in and get me on the right track. And then when I met you, um, I was very impressed by everything you did too, because you made me, you made me really think about how important it is to get my company the right contracts, the right, you know, invest in myself in that way. But just having someone behind the scenes who's so fierce like you and the best in, in the game also gave me confidence and value with HBM. Yeah. Like it's, I thought about it and I'm like, you know, even though that pitch competition it was successful because you got your name out there but you didn't win I did win at the end of the day because I got the best attorney in the industry on my cell phone if something happens you're right there so at the end of the day it was successful Ah, oh, Sophie I I truly appreciate all of those kind words and in a second I think my dog's gonna go ballistic because there's a <laughs> noise outside the office but we'll we'll see we'll see I ended up actually adopting a brand new dog. Her name is Shelby. I saw the photos. Yes, yes. And she's just become part of the family now. And she's stealing my heart and my husband's heart. Meets us every morning with such a happy smile on her face. Sophie, I'm telling you, if you don't have a dog, you need to get one. They, they just, all that stress just melts away. I know, I know with my lifestyle, I, I'm on the go a lot. So I, I, I can't. <laughs> have a dog so what I do is I live through my friends I like there your dog you know like my best friend just both of my best friends just got puppies so because their dogs passed away um as well so I I go visit them and I play with their dogs for an hour and it's the best feeling it truly <laughs> is and in full disclosure I am working with Sophie because image is everything right if you're trying to create a brand a brand that is going to one last Two, people are going to recognize it and associate professionalism with it. You need the right partners to help you grow that brand as well. And I have spoken to other marketing firms, Sophie, I've spoken to other people. And honestly, it's just been a disappointment. And I think um, it was meant to be, right? It was mm -hmm. meant to be. And I pride myself in working with professionals just like you, because you are fierce, right? You, you, you do. Uh, what you say. That's huge in this industry. It's huge. So you do what you say and you do represent your clients well. And I'm really, really looking forward to um, doing more things with you here. I'm thinking about um, obviously the next step would be to create a commercial, a television commercial to get the name out a little bit. People need to know that there's a better option when it comes to legal contracts, right? When it comes to incorporating their business, they need to know there's a better option and that option is go legal yourself and um, is there anything else Sophie you would like to share with the audience 
Um, I just want to let everybody know that I would love if you take a look at what we're doing with HBM Talent Management and keep an eye out because we're going to go really big this year and make sure that you share this podcast with all your associates and really, really push to have them look at Go Legal Yourself when it comes to business because you'll be amazed at how much of a good response you get once you do that. I have clients that I refer to Kelly and to Go Legal Yourself and you would be amazed. I get text messages back just thanking me and it's amazing. So yeah, if you really care about your business, invest in that, do it the right way, level up and get it done. And Fantastic. Thank you. Thank so you so much. much. Absolutely, Sophie. It was our pleasure having such a professional, incredible, self-made woman like yourself on our show. Let's get it, Kelly. You got it. And the audience can get a hold of you by downloading our app from their app store. Search for Go Legal Yourself. Download the app, go to the show notes, and you can contact our guests, all of them, from their interviews, directly from the links that are being provided. And please make sure, audience, if you have any questions, comments, do reach out to me. I'll be happy to share those on the air. I'll be happy to answer any of those questions for you too. And remember, the only way you become successful is if you make today the day you go legal yourself. I am attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law, and it's been my pleasure to be your host today. Until next time, cheers to your success.